0: Welcome to the Live to 110 Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Myers. Today I'm going to be interviewing Grace Suh, a licensed acupuncturist, about her seemingly strange approach to weight loss. It's very interesting. And we're going to be talking about her Grace Fat Loss Method, Ancient Secrets to Burn Fat and Boost Energy. If you're trying to lose weight and you've been around the block with all the weight loss methods and books... Believe me, uh, you have not heard anything like what Grace Sa uh, is about to discuss with me today. I know a lot about weight loss, but I learned some really fun, interesting new techniques for, uh, with her Grace Fat Loss Method because it's such a unique approach incorporating principles of Eastern Medicine. and She really has a lot of simple, effective tips that you can incorporate into your weight loss regime. But first, I have to do a little disclaimer. Please keep in mind that this program is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition and is not a substitute for professional medical advice. The Live to 100 TED podcast is solely informational in nature. Please consult your healthcare practitioner before engaging in any treatment we suggest on this show. So for those of you who are not in the know, I just put a new and improved version of my Live to 110 by Weightless E guide up on the site. I'm a perfectionist and I just wanted to rewrite and add a couple things that I thought were really really important. So if you want to learn more about weight loss or the modern paleo diet, which is my version of paleo, go to liveto110.com and sign up for my free 35-page Live to 110 by Wang Less E-Guide, and my 14-part email series about the modern paleo diet, which are all about living a healthy, disease-free, long life. Today, I'm thrilled to be interviewing our guest, Grace Suh, on the show. Grace Suh is a celebrity acupuncturist, founder of BodyAsMedicine.com, and the creator of the Grace Fat Loss Method, specializing in stress and weight management, which you can find at gracefatlossmethod.com. She's maintained a busy private practice in Venice, California the last 14 years, all by word-of-mouth referrals, and people from all over the world fly into Los Angeles to work with Grace. Grace. She's uh, also an avid speaker and a blogger for the Huffington Post, which I'm very envious about. And it's so nice to have you on the show, Grace.
1: Thank you, Wendy. And I love Lift to 110.
0: Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was a little bit funny. (laughs) I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Well, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what set you on this path to do the work that you're doing?
1: Wow, looking back, what set me on my path was a long time ago. It was around the time when I started to notice my body change, teenage years, and I really got fascinated with diets and celebrity fitness exercises, and I started following what these experts were saying. Because I didn't like the way my body was changing, I was overweight, I was putting on weight, and I was under a lot of stress, so I had the belly fat, and I was going through a lot of struggles. And so I looked to the celebrities, I looked to the experts that that were out there, and what I found myself doing was doing dangerous cleanses, over-exercising. I remember I was a vegetarian for about four years and I remember having so much gas and bloating. And next I wanted to try vegan diets. I was a vegan for a couple of years. I remember when I was a vegan, I was freezing cold all the time and I didn't understand why. And I had skin issues, I was moody, I couldn't sleep but yet I was doing all these things that these experts were saying to do. And I was putting on more weight, I was getting more tired. And the reason why I hit rock bottom was when I started doing dangerous cleanses, the maple cayenne cleanse. I don't know if you remember that, but I remember doing this and fainting in the bathroom several times, but telling myself, you're gonna do this because the celebrities are doing it and they're saying they're losing weight. And so I kept at it and I got really sick. Mm. I couldn't get out of bed, I was fatigued, I I was depressed, I hit rock bottom. And that's when I decided, and by this time I was in college, when I left college, I was thinking, I have to take control of this. What better way than to become an expert and learn about the body? So I was looking at medical school traditional Western Medical School and traditional Eastern Medical School and I took the road less traveled and decided to go to Eastern Medical School because they were talking about the mind-body approach. Mm -hmm. I knew when I had those cleanses and diets and, and those programs, I knew it was more than food, diet, exercise. I knew there was something else that they weren't addressing. So... I knew somewhere in my gut that it was the mind, something with the emotion connected to everything. And so I took the road last traveled, went to acupuncture school for four years, and that's where I am able to learn what I'm able to share today. And I'm going to share as much as I can and give you more information towards the end to find out more. And I learned something about meridians in acupuncture school, which connects everything, the mind, body, and the emotion related to our weight and food.
0: Well, you have this weight loss method called Grace Fat Loss Method, and when I first found out about you through Sarah Gottfried's newsletter, I thought it was really interesting to take an Eastern medicine approach to weight loss, because I know a lot about weight loss, but I had never seen anything like what you were doing or talking about, so can you tell the listeners a little bit about your unique fat loss method?
1: My unique fat loss method is based on Eastern medicine. It's about using... Our communication pathway, we have a communication system that we can communicate with our bodies to become a fat burner, de stress, let go using something called meridians. Meridians are simple highways. Like, think, it, like, think of it as a highway on a freeway where you're you're traveling. And if there's an accident, there's a blockage. And so these meridians you want to think of as removing blockages or allowing the free flow of those energy systems to be flowing, to be letting go. And you could access this by putting simple pressure on certain parts of the body using your hands and your breath. And so this is the unique system of the fat loss method.
0: Yeah, I've actually, I watched one of your videos, and, or all of the videos, but one of them you talk about ear flapping, and I've uh, been faithfully doing that, I've been flapping my ears every night in my infrared sauna, It's, it's really fun, it's really interesting to stimulate my adrenal glands. Um, but can you uh, basically tell us what are these meridians and how do you harness the meridians?
1: Well these meridians, you harness it with your hands. The power of Eastern medicine, what I learned is that you don't need needles or acupuncture needles, for example. You can access these meridians with your hands using slight pressure with your breath and your intention. And going back to the ear flapping, we have something called the microsystem. There are these systems that are on our bodies, we have some on our, we have your microsystem, we have the hands, we have the feet, we even have the face. These are microsystems which basically means that you could access the entire body including your brain, your nervous system, your internal organs, your uh, immune system. You could access all these systems on a small surface area. In our case, it's the year which I share with you in the video by massaging or flapping those ears you're bringing blood circulation to all those parts on the ears and therefore to the rest of the body because it's the microsystem of the bigger body.
0: Yeah, I I think that's really interesting because a lot of people know about reflexology and I've done lots of reflexology myself to help with detoxing and whatnot but I never really kind of uh, clued into the ear and also the hands being a big part of that as well and being a, an access gateway to your meridians
1: that's right the feet is a big one that a lot of us are familiar with and that we feel immediately right the hands too but the years i love the years because it's less maintenance <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know with the hands i'm always using my hands washing my hands when i do something on the hands i put some uh, pressure points on it like these ear seats or hand seats, you have to keep on washing your hands and you got to take it off and put it back on again. But on the ear, you can let it go for days.
0: Yeah. Well, can you give us a demonstration of using some of these pressure points?
1: Well, I love to show this anti-stress point. I like to show this point as often as I can because it helps relax your neck, balance your nervous system, and it's going to feel great so if those of you who are listening or watching just follow along you're going to take one hand just go ahead and take the opposite hand right hand for example and put it on the opposite side of your chest put the palm of the hand and put it on the opposite side of the chest right below your collarbone and i want everyone with your fingertips find the highest point on the shoulder where your neck meets your shoulders And with your fingertips, I want you to press down and rub back and forth. Most of you listening or watching will feel a slight tenderness, if not a little bit more tenderness than other people. That's a good sign. That's the tension you're pressing to release. When you rub back and forth, you're acupressuring one of the most important points to help you de-stress, release your neck, and balance your nervous system. And we want to do that for fat loss and for stress management. And with this, I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose and out through the mouth.
0: Mine's hard as a rock.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One more time, in and out. Let's switch to the other side. Take the other hand, place it on the opposite chest, right below your collarbone and use the tips of your fingers to find the highest point on the shoulders where your neck meets your shoulders. Press and rub back and forth. Take a deep breath in and out. One more time, in and out. With this same point, I wanna show you how to de-stress your emotion or any stress you might be going through. Everybody watching or hearing this, take one stress from your life, your number one stressor, and think about that stress for a moment. I want you to rate that between one and 10. One, low stress, 10, high stress. Rate it for me right now. So, what I want you to do is while thinking of the stress, go back to the first side. And while you're pressing and rubbing, I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose and I want you to release that stress out. So take a deep breath in. While you're pressing the point, you're releasing out the stress that you just thought about or thinking about right now. And one more time, in
0: and out. I'm thinking about doing a video podcast. (laughs) that's stressing me out (laughs) okay let's do the other
1: side so so what you want to think about is this is to de-stress myself for the video podcast take a deep (laughs) breath in and breathe out that stress good one more time in and out great What I want you to do is come back to your stress, engage it. Is it still at as high as it was before you did the acupressure? If it is, do it again because this method works. Your stress level should come down or you should feel more distant from your stress. This is how you let go of the stress while doing the pressure points.
0: Well, if someone wants to use these pressure points, how often do they need to do this and how long should, really does it take to do?
1: Gosh, I have my patients do this all the time. I practice this every day. Uh, I recommend people doing this simple method that I just showed you right now de-stressing the upper part of your shoulders, de-stressing for whatever stress you're going through. On a daily basis, it only takes about three to five breaths. And if you have more stress or more tension, you could go ahead and do this as often as possible. I have a patient of mine who is an actress. And before she learned this method, and I show more in my program, other areas to de-stress. And what she's done is she uses this method to de-stress before all her auditions because before she used to overeat, get nervous, anxious, and she would freeze when she gets to the audition and not do so well. But now she's relaxed. She doesn't overeat. She shows up she's, and she just rocks it out. And this pressure point, I also have a, a patient of mine who is a rock star, a little rock star. He's touring. And he has a famous band. He's on the tour six months out of the year um, right now. And he says, you know, Grace, I use these pressure points all the time. It helps me stop overeating because he used to overeat a lot on tour because he has all this food that's like in front of him all the time. And so he says it it helps him stop eating, overeating. And it helps him also uh, feel less bloated. And he's losing weight on the tour and he says he could even sing better. So he does it all the time, he uses it all the time.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting because I always tell my clients that are trying to lose weight that they need to find different approaches to reducing anxiety because a lot of people are just out of habit or overeating or whatnot but they can do other things and I think this is a very, very simple tool that someone could use to reduce anxiety and just replace their bad habits
1: absolutely it's um, one of those things that it's invaluable we have our bodies on us all the time this is a tool a journey a gift that we have on which is our bodies and we have this amazing system that we can access with our hands with our breath and with our intention it's amazing
0: so I love the ear flapping like I mentioned before and um i've been doing it in my sauna i do an infrared sauna every night so i'm like flapping away in my sauna <laughs> trying to <laughs> try to stimulate those adrenal glands so can you explain what ear flapping is to the listeners and why should they be doing it
1: the ear, once again is a microsystem and the flapping is the easiest way to increase circulation to the entire ear, and therefore to the rest of the body And in the video that you watched, Wendy, it was the adrenal glands. I focus a lot on the adrenal glands is because this is the endocrine gland that gets stressed out. And a lot of us deal with fatigue or excess cortisol. And so this is why I have you focus on your adrenal glands and supporting that. And I learned this system from a very important master of mine, a teacher, a Qigong teacher, a long time ago, and he he says, you know, Grace, um, all the Qigong masters, you know, that do this, they stay strong, fit, lean, and live a very long life. How fun is that?
0: (laughs) Well, I know all of my clients that come into me, I do a hair mineral analysis, and they all show adrenal fatigue. I mean, it's just rampant in our society So, I think it's really important to do things like this to support your adrenals, and this is a really simple tool to do that. Yeah. So you guys will have to watch the video to find out how to do it. Go to GraceFatLossMethod.com. So you recommend um, meditation in your program, which I think is incredibly important. I do a version called the Roy Masters Meditation, but there's millions of different kinds. And oh,
1: I, I, I know about Roy Masters. Yeah,
0: it's real simple, and but there's all, so oh, many huh. different kinds. So many, that are all amazing. So how, in your opinion, does meditation help weight loss?
1: Mm i use meditation in my weight loss programs simply to help the body relax and de-stress we know from research that it lowers the heart rate and it helps the body get into more of a parasympathetic mode Mm -hmm. and what that gives your body the opportunity to do is to become a fat burner see we are naturally a fat burner but what happens when we're stressed out or we're in sympathetic overdrive What happens to us is that we become storing fat, we become fat storers and we start putting on the weight. So if we could relax the body, de-stress the body, give enough time throughout the day to do that, naturally our bodies wanna become a fat burner. This is why I like to use meditation because it's a simple thing that anyone can do. I'm sure by now, Wendy, you could tell that I'm into what anyone can do at yeah. any time, right?
0: Yeah, and meditation's easy. Like I only do it for 10 minutes a day. I mean, anyone has 10 minutes a day.
1: Exactly, so this is why, because it helps the nervous system balance out and help you become a fat burner.
0: Yeah, so you talk about an interesting concept when it comes to eating that I haven't heard anyone mention before except on like really high-end cooking shows, but you talk about umami flavor. I've watched a lot of high-end cooking shows, but um, so why do you believe that one needs to uh, incorporate this specific flavor ingredient to lose weight?
1: I believe this concept to be something that is related on this simple idea that if your food doesn't taste great, there's something missing, and if you don't feel that yummy factor in your food, something is missing from your life. Mm -hmm. See, we are gifted with this ability to enjoy, to taste food. And And what I see a lot of people missing is this flavor called umami, which is considered the fifth taste. It's a simple amino acid that triggers the brain to telling you you're satisfied, happy, satiated. And this has been around since we've been cooking as humans. Slow cooking, searing, uh, barbecuing, or grilling. Those things naturally create that fifth taste. And I'm sure most people watching and hearing this love, you know, grilled food or slow cooking food. um, But we could actually choose foods that have this high element Of something called glutamate and it's going to trigger the brain and what most of you will recognize is wow I feel satiated happy and satisfied I saw so many of my patients saying grace I eat so well and I'm full but I'm always in the kitchen after looking to snack on something Mm -hmm. and it was because they were missing this element when you incorporate that fifth taste or umami into your food then you will no longer be looking for that snack or that extra food in the kitchen after you've had dinner, lunch, or breakfast.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree with you because when people are not psychologically fulfilled or even biologically fulfilled, they're gonna keep eating. That's Mm -hmm. why I think it's really, really uh, great that you mentioned that in your fat loss method because people, they have to feel satiated, whether it be from fat or the umami flavors or focusing on their food, being mindful of their food, or they're just going to keep eating, so I think that's it's wonderful that you incorporate that.
1: And you know, there's a biological, the, you know, that amino acid glutamate. What it does is our body uses that amino acid abundantly to produce energy. So no wonder why our bodies are looking for that all the time. And if you don't get it, you're going to be like in the kitchen, like you know, going opening up covers in your refrigerator trying to find that. But if you're not looking for the right things, you're going to eat foods that is going to put on weight and, and store fat
0: yeah and I think what a lot of people are doing is because we have millions of these glutamate receptors on our tongue um, MSG which is uh, you know is uh, glutamic acid that that is people are eating these MSG rich foods to satiate that taste but MSG is uh, implicated in obesity so it's, yes. kinda, it's they're fulfilling it but in the wrong way it's tricking their their mouth but tricking their body. Um, but the the result is obesity. So we need to get these flavors naturally. Yeah,
1: naturally. And for everybody watching and listening, I, I want to uh, offer you some ideas. So some of you may be asking, well, what are some of the foods? Well, there's a lot of foods. I mean, there's a whole. I mean, there's books written on this, and there's um, you know, cooking shows based on this. But simply, you want to look for that yummy factor. <laughs> You know, like you want to be able to be like, wow, that tasted great. So tomatoes, for example, are high in umami. Mm -hmm. And so simply by adding some tomatoes, tomato paste, tomato sauce is great. It's high in vitamins. It's tasty. And it it falls under the rainbow, uh, you know, color. So, you know, it's good for you. And so if you're not allergic to tomatoes, tomatoes is a great thing to add to give you that umami level of
0: taste. Yeah, I noticed that in your, you have a little cooking demo on one of your one of your videos, so I, I, I thought it was really interesting. So I definitely recommend the listeners to go check that out and sign up for GraceFatLossMethod.com and you'll be sent that video so where you can get a few tips to start incorporating that umami flavor. <laughs> so uh, you mentioned in uh, one of your videos that you only need to work out for 10 minutes a day. <laughs> so can you explain that? I think a yes. lot of that's really going to pique people's interest
1: <laughs> well you know this came from uh, one of my uh, struggles you know looking back at my journey in the midst of dieting and following all these celebrity fitness experts and nutritionists and celebrities what they were doing I, I followed a, fit, a celebrity fitness expert who told everybody that was reading um, his books and watching his shows and and is to, to exercise two and a half hours a day, Ooh. six days a week, <laughs> and do an hour of cardio in between with, you know, doing your workouts. And so I did that. I over-exercised nine thousand hours of my life away following his yeah. program. And that left me fatigue. That yeah. left me uh, wasting my, you know, muscles away. That left me really weak. Yeah. And, you know, that was also during the time when I hit rock bottom. And so that struggle of over-exercising really forced me to find a different way. And I learned something called high-intensity high intensity interval workout. What that is, is you work out in short bursts. You get to that level within a minute where your heart, your heart rate is up, your lungs are working, you're out of breath, and your muscles are fatigued. And so when you work up to that level within one minute and then you do this cycle four to seven times, then you get into a fat burning mode and this could be done in less than 10 minutes. This has saved my life. This has saved me time. It saved my energy. It's helped tons of my patients. I mean, just to share with you, I had a, a patient of mine who came and she was an aerobics teacher and she says, Grace, I'm so embarrassed because I'm putting I'm putting more weight on. Mm-hmm. She's like, What am I doing wrong? And I looked at her schedule, her exercise schedule. She was doing the same thing. She was exercising about two hours a day, five to six days a week. And I said, what are you doing? She says, well, I'm an aerobics teacher. That's what I have to do. And I said, no, you're putting on weight. So what we did was we cut her exercise down only three times a week. She applied the high intensity, low impact interval method, and she started losing the weight and she had so much more time. I had another patient of mine who came and said, Grace, I'm so healthy. I belong to this running group. We run once a week together, sometimes twice a week. We do marathons together. And we jog for about 10 to 12 miles every time we get together. And I looked at her and I said, would you do me a favor? If you want to lose this weight that you're putting on, stop jogging for so long. Apply the high interval method, you can still jog, but apply this high intensity interval method workout and see how your body responds. Well, she noticed that she was losing the weight. She used to always get sick with the cold or flu because you know what happens when you do that kind of long endurance workout is you start storing fat and your immune system drops. So this patient used to always get sick after the weekend run. It's because your immune system would drop. So she prevented that after she applied the high intensity, low impact method.
0: I know, I have client after client coming to me as well that are doing this chronic cardio because they're been told exercise more, eat less and it's counterproductive. And there's so much research, I love it that you're talking about this, because there's so much research behind the high-intensity interval training, because it's how cavemen worked out. It's they, <laughs> they would chase prey, and then they would stop and rest, and they'd try again, and they would rest, and it's kind of how our bodies were evolutionarily designed. Like, they weren't jogging, you know, they were I not know. jogging 10 miles. I think they walked places, but they weren't running, you know. Um, but I, I think it's a really, really effective method and I I totally agree with you that people need to pull it back a little bit and do, there are methods that are more effective.
1: Exactly. And you know, you're a paleo gal so you understand how cave people used to go, like, they used to just go and run, 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 run and stop,
0: right? Yeah. If they're chasing that prey, they don't have to chase it forever, it's just for a minute or two and then they'd make the That's kill. or. They usually would miss, and they just keep trying, and then they make the kill, and then they they stop. They you know yeah, they'll,
1: they'll go faster, and they'll catch it, and then they'll have their meat for the month or something. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, uh, so you know, if someone wants uh, a more individualized approach to weight loss, um, like what kinds of testing do you offer in your clinic that are you know where you can design an individual individualized program for weight loss? Mm-hmm.
1: I love this question because I love to share the integration that I've created in my practice is I take the Eastern Medical perspective of ancient wisdom on using the body's intelligence. And I combine that with the technology of testing. So I love to look at the blood chemistry. I love to start there to see if there's any nutritional deficiencies and to rule out any thyroid issues. And from there, I love to do the genetic testing to see which foods might be the best for you. So this is based on your genes. What that means is, this gives us the overall strategy. It's like being on top of a mountain and looking at the horizon to know where you're at and where you want to go. And genetically, we have four main diets. We have the low-carb diet, low-fat diet, Mediterranean, and balance. Like, I fall under something called the low-carb diet. And before I had this information, I was eating a lot of quinoa, beans, and Uh, brown rice, of course, with my protein and and my vegetables, but I love my carbs, right? And so even though I wasn't eating wheat or refined carbs, I was eating good carbs and I thought I was doing great and all of that. But when I did this test for myself, I realized that genetically, I don't do well with high carbs, not, you know, so we're talking about good carbs, right? I don't do well with those as much genetically. So I focus more on the paleo, you know, the high protein, the high fat, the vegetables, and I do get my carbs in, but the proportion is a lot less than I used to because I used to have, I used to eat more of a balanced, like everything looked equal, but looking at my genetic profile, I do a lot better Uh, with a smaller portion of carbs, even though it's healthy. So it's really helped me strategize and it's helped my patients strategize. And next, I love doing the food sensitivity test because we get to see what your body is reacting to. Uh, I I test for something called IgG4, which is delayed food sensitivities. And so these are the tests that, the symptoms that show up three or four days later that you don't really connect your symptoms with. Right, and so I get to see what you're sensitive to, and pull those out for about three months, and your body naturally finds its balanced weight when you do that. Yeah, that's what I love to incorporate all that.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. I really uh, I want to come in and speak to you about (laughs) doing some testing because it's always good to find your you know look at your biomarkers, and you know you can play around with your diet. For me, I found out that. Uh, you know, I went really low carb, paleo at first, but I just didn't feel right, and I always had extreme sugar cravings. But when I put in some safe starches like some sweet potatoes and you know white rice and things like that, the sugar cravings went away. So that low carb isn't you know everyone's different. So yeah,
1: exactly, and even if we're eating healthy with protein, fats, and healthy carbs, there's this there's there are proportions that are genetically Gear, like meaning in my condition, I need to look at a low carb diet. And I would have never known that if I hadn't done the uh, genetic testing. So I love to combine that, combine our body's intelligence using the meridians. I like to use the stress management to release that negative stress or uh, painful past. Now, this isn't psychotherapy, but it is about the mind-body connection and being aware of those negative thoughts or emotions and letting that out through the power of your breath and using the meridian system.
0: Yeah, I think that what you're doing in your practice is really effective, combining the Eastern medicine, acupuncture point of view with the Western functional medicine. I think that that really complements each other really, really nicely.
1: Yes, I love it.
0: So what would you want my listeners to take away from our interview today?
1: That if you've been, if you've tried a lot of diets and programs out there and that just didn't work for you, please don't lose hope. There's another way. There's another system that may be better for you or that might really work for you. And so I want everybody listening or watching this never to lose hope keep on searching keep on looking listen to your body and really stay present if something isn't working for you move
0: on oh absolutely i know so many people try so many different things there's so much diet dogma out there and it's really just about going back to basics it doesn't really have to be that difficult and that's what I like about the, the simplicity, almost the Feng Shui of the Grace Fat Loss Method because it incorporates very simple things that everyone can do and because it doesn't have to be that difficult. Um, right. So, so I have a, a question I'd like to ask all of my listeners. Um, what do you think is the most compelling health issue in the world today?
1: Oh, wow, that's such a great question. Being in practice for 14 years. I've worked on a lot of different conditions, and over the years, I've focused it on weight uh, management, because most of my patients, after they got better with their pain or with their immune system, they would say, Grace, can you help me lose weight now?
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So
1: So my patients have helped me shape my practice into what it is now. And for most of my patients, stress is a big deal. Stress, I would say, is the number one health issue, even though it could be a symptom as well. Because stress makes our nervous system, for example, it, it makes our bodies become more parasympathetic I'm sorry sympathetic dominant. So what that means is it's going to make your body a little bit more acidic. but that's going to mean that it's going to shift your entire body's chemistry. And what that's going to mean is you're going to increase inflammation. When you increase inflammation, even just slightly, but that goes on for years, that's going to make you hold on to fat, toxins, and it's going to cause all sorts of chronic conditions. That's what we're finding, the inflammation. But I go further back, like what's causing that inflammation? And what I see in my practice over 14 years is stress.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree with you because uh, in my practice I you know approach it a little bit differently but I do hair mineral analysis to determine if people do in fact have sympathetic dominance. It's one thing that shows on the test and I have sympathetic dominance and it's true. It's one of those things where if you're in a sympathetic as opposed to a parasympathetic state, you're kind of stressed, going, 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 your mind's racing all the time, your body can't detox. You have to be in a parasympathetic state. To detox, and that you know causes all kinds of problems, just like you said, including that.
1: Yeah, yeah, just that little bit of uh, having your body be a little bit more acidic. Gosh, that just has has symptoms that affects the entire body.
0: Yeah, and that's one reason I've done acupuncture for many years, off and on, is to kind of calm the system down and relax and come out of that sympathetic dominant state and it helps adrenal fatigue among other things. And uh, it's really great, I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah, so that's what I would say, stress.
0: So can you tell the listeners a little bit more, you know, about you and where they can find you? (sighs) Uh,
1: Well, I would love to answer any question you may have. So you could always go ahead and email support at gracefatlossmethod.com. But what I have for all the viewers and listeners uh, to get more of this information is a, a free training series. And Wendy, I know you spoke about the ear flapping. I'll be sharing one of those uh, techniques in the videos. And I in the first video, I go into that. The second one, I go into the food. I'll go ahead and give you the list of foods that you can start incorporating to have that umami or that fifth taste in your diet and I go into the 10 minute workout and it's based on a fat burning qigong method. And so this is using the high intensity, low impact. So there isn't too much running around. You're in one position mainly, uh, creating this fat burning uh, exercise system and program that you'll be following so I would love for everybody watching and hearing this to go ahead and sign up to join me in this free training video series.
0: Yeah, I know I did, I'm really glad that I did, I learned a lot and it prompted my having you come on the show because I thought it was really, really interesting and I loved it. So Grace, Um, thank you so much for coming on the show, Um, I'm thrilled that you shared your really interesting approach to weight loss with the listeners. And, you know, I'm on a little weight loss mission myself uh, as of lately. I'm trying to lose, you know, 20 pounds, and I've packed on writing my book on weight loss, ironically. <laughs> um, so I, I've been putting a few of your tips to work, so I'm really excited to see the results.
1: Oh, great. I am, too.
0: Thank <laughs> well, you. So thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank, thank you, everyone. You. Bye.
0: If you want to learn more about health, you can find me Wendy on lived110.com. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at I Will Live to 110. And I'm also on YouTube. Got lots of fun little videos on there at Wendy LiveD110. If you like what you heard on the show today, please give the Live to 110 podcasts a review in iTunes. I need reviews to push the show farther up the charts and into the search engines because people, when they search for health or nutrition or whatnot, they're not going to find me unless there are enough reviews. So I would appreciate it so much if you could take a couple minutes of your day to give me a review. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you're waiting for a solution to your weight issues, you no longer have to wait on pins and needles. Try some acupressure points as per the Grace Fat Loss Method. Thank you so much for listening to the Live to 110 podcast.